It's the Slightly Crap Film Podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. I'm very well, thank you. You've changed. You look more, I don't know, mature. Yeah, it's been, what, like... <laughs> are we in the same year as the last podcast? Yes, we are. Only just, though, because it's been a few months because of stuff, hasn't it, love? Plenty of stuff. Plenty of stuff has got in the way. You know how life just kind of happens? Yeah, we've it been... It was a bit of that. I think it's because... Um, there's a, we've been tempted, haven't we, by normal normality kicking back in, and, and suddenly, you know, both of us have become suddenly really, really busy with work, haven't we? We certainly have, mate. I don't know where the time has gone, but we're still but alive. It's all good. That's good, isn't it? You are. You're still alive, and I've got to say, the decision you made to grow your eyebrows is just paying dividends, mate. I've never seen length like that in an eyebrow. Well, I, I quite I'm, like that you're showing your bra straps. It's 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 suitable for the weather. <laughs> it was only a matter of time. Bit of shoulder, it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a Barnsley tan on at the moment because we've had a run of nice. We had that run of nice weather a few weeks ago, so I wore a T-shirt throughout the whole thing, so I've got that white-red thing going on. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's certainly an interesting look. Yeah, um, cheers, man. I'm not... Uh, you know, do, do you get comments in the street? Like the opposite of catcalls or...? Mate, I, I get a lot of comments yeah. in the street. Uh, often comments on Facebook, actually, in the local community Facebook page. Yeah. Well, um, you've th- been banned for some time, haven't you, from, from the town <laughs> centre? I'm trying to think of ways of getting banned, and I've thought of them all, but I don't dare do anything. Like, take a picture of my dog doing a poo and just walking off. Because that's what basically the whole... It's an interesting one. Basically, the whole community Facebook page. When you open it up, well, like you open up your Facebook and it says you have new notifications in your community Facebook page. So I go and look, and it's just pictures of turds because people are. <laughs> Do you recognise this turd? People are appalled because dog owners don't pick the dog poo up, which I I I agree. It's appalling that they but do. They hang not- from trees. You are. They do pick them up and then they hang them from the trees in the woods. Well, that that is men. That's mentalist behaviour. That in it. You, if you're going to pick up, if you're going to go through the trouble of getting a bag and picking up and a picking dog up turd, a warm turd, it's just take it to a bin. It's yeah. not rocket science. And I think that's the main thrust of the 50 million posts on my community Facebook page about dog poo. That it's that's basically the thrust. Of, it's the thrust of it. It's the thrust of it. You can see it's bothered me. Yeah. Has anyone successfully identified a dog through the poop? No, but everyone says, I'm going to check my CCTV, I'm going to get this poo, I'm going to put it through your letterbox, and stuff like that. It gets very hair-raising, and I just think it could all be avoided if people just acted a little bit sensibly with it. Yeah, is it like, I'm gonna, do they set poo traps? Yeah, well, I think there are some traps. And if we find you, we're going to burn you in that large structure we have at the back in the shape of a man made out of wicker. That's what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah. We're going to burn you. That's from the uh, from the movie Predator, isn't it? That's Predator 2. Predator 2. I'm going to talk about Predator 2 in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, just... Be- What's been going off? Oh, uh, well... <sighs> I've decided to... Well, do you, want, do you want to know about what's been going on or do you want to know about Predator 2? Uh, what order do you want? I want to know what's been going on, Ed. Right, OK. Well, last time we spoke on a podcasty type thing was, what, April? Yeah. I know we're not supposed to put in dates. It was a, Several months ago? It was a good show, that one. I thought so. Um, and... Uh, I didn't announce it at the time, but I was awaiting a, an outcome for a job at that point. Oh, yeah. And I got it. 
Did you? So, yeah. So that's what my three months have been between then and now, just mental craziness of getting ready to move. Oh, God, have you had to do that thing where you've had to clear a desk? Uh, a whole office, yeah. Oh, yeah. mate, and did someone stand there watching you with a bunch of keys, just whistling? <laughs> no, and I didn't have to carry my stuff out in a box in front of everybody. Like While, while some people weep and some people boo and some people cheer. Yeah. No, it's quite it's quite a silent goodbye, really. Oh, mate, this is quite... Well, just because of COVID, like, no one's there, are they? So I just kind of... Just, How was the leaving do? All right. <laughs> did, did you have a leaving do on your own? Did you have a party popper and let it off for your son? I basically set up a Netflix playlist. <laughs> oh, mate, this is the saddest story. <laughs> Listeners, I'm sorry. We've we've uh, in the first five minutes we've managed to. I've I've stressed you out about dog turds, and now we're getting a real <laughs> sad story from Ed. This is the saddest story I've ever anyway, heard. So I've moved jobs now. <laughs> last week was my last week. This week is my kind of go-between week, and I start on Thursday. Oh right, and uh, so your new job is it is it online? It's a, a circus. <laughs> I really wish I didn't laugh then because I wanted to play along with that. Let's uh, pretend look, that didn't I'm happen. I'm the director. It's a big deal. You're a director of a circus. Yeah, next time you go to the circus and you're like, I really like how they brought those elephants in straight after yeah. the motorcycle guy in the sphere. That was my decision. Oh, yeah. That was my artistic decision to do that. Yeah, and are you... You're welcome. And are you... Are you Gonna, have you got a new broom? Are you going through the whole organisation with... I keep hearing this. Every, everyone who starts a new job starts going, I have a new broom. You know, have you got a new broom? I don't, I don't know what new broom means, but if you mean, am I am I checking whether everyone's a high enough quality? Then yeah. Yes, absolutely. And to be honest, the bearded lady is a bit shit. Uh, yeah. So I've sacked him. <laughs> oh. Jeff, you're fooling no one with those tissues down your bra, mate. <laughs> um, and with your new broom <laughs> so I'm, I'm tickling myself oh yeah part of your thing innit you want to bring back cruelty to animals don't you well they've got a tiger but it's just a cat that's been painted you see uh, that's I'm not right that. that's not right no that's worse than having a tiger in captivity so bring it back and have they got what else have they got animal wise do you get to ride along on a donkey or something um, no the budgets are tight because you know the, a lot of them have been on furlough so what the animals got, uh, si- yeah <laughs> we had nine guinea pigs we're down to six you got to watch that furlough thing anyway because they'll they'll be taking the money them 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 donkeys and that they'll be taking the money and then you'll be saying right it's time to come back to work they'll have got a job somewhere else ages ago this is exactly what's happening pardon this is exactly what's happening that's furlough all over this is a metaphor for the real world the chimpanzees are wankers (laughs) i don't i don't care if they listen to this podcast right Roger, you're a wanker. Well, they, know it. they do do that, though, don't they, sometimes? You have to cover your kids' eyes. Oh, I was being quite literal, yeah, yeah. They're great workers. But actually, it was a good thing that they were doing. It was a quite a good circus trick. Well, it's part of the show. So are you having to step in? <laughs> no, I just... <laughs> All I do is put the soundtrack on to make it seem funny. Ah, oh, yeah, just a bit of tinkly piano. A bit of trombone. <laughs> this is a slightly crap yeah. film podcast that you're listening to, everyone, and we've not mentioned any, well, we've mentioned Predator Two so far. Um, if very briefly, if you've accidentally stumbled upon this, this is the part of the show where we catch up on what's been happening. And so far, just to sum up, we've uh, Ed's running away to the circus, and I'm angry about turds. I'm Mothra, I'm uh, a kaiju from the Godzilla films. Um, 
I share the screen quite a lot with uh, with Godzilla, but I, I'd like to think I hold my own. Um, I, times have been a bit tough recently. You know, I've had a couple of big blockbusters, but I, I, I'm trying to branch out. I don't really want to be sort of typecast. Um, I've tried my hand in a couple of romantic comedies with Hugh Grant. Um, I've got a, a, a sort of suspenseful thriller coming up where I play Timothy Chalamet's love interest, um, or one of his love interests, I should say. Or, ooh, I don't know, maybe I'm saying too much there. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not great. It's quite hard to get through through some of the casting couch sort of situations, um, partly because I fly and I don't really stand or can't fit through, you know, doors and stuff um anyway i i i, I when i get rejected you know I, I really pick myself up with the podcast guys i think it's really really good i, I think it's funny um you tap into some sort of themes that i that just kind of connect you know they just kind of connect anyway keep up the good work and uh yeah hopefully you'll see me in uh, black widow uh, i play taxi driver number two bye so I believe we've both been jabbed now. Oh yeah. What brand are you? AstraZeneca, and oh, I think, loser. or am I Oxford? I can't remember. I need to read my label. I've had it tattooed on I the back got of my the leg. Pfizer, I'm a survivor. Um, oh, I got that the wrong way around. <laughs> and I've, um, I felt rough after the first one. Second one, no worries. I had a sore arm, but that were it. Is oh. that related? <laughs> No, yeah, it was where they jabbed me. By the way, my chimpanzees have got quite sore arms. <laughs> we need to we, move on. We need to leave that behind. What about this club that you run then? This slightly crap. Do you watch a film then or something? What happens? Yeah, so every two weeks we vote on one of three slightly quiet crap films. Yeah. And, w- and then I just kind of live tweet it and people join me and watch it for fun. What's won? What have you been watching then? So our listeners can um, uh, The last one that won was... Well, I think it was the last one. Yeah. It was Freddy vs. Jason, which Crikey. is certainly a quite crap film. It meets... But we played we played horror bingo in it, which was really funny. <laughs> so I set up like a bingo card, and almost, almost everything on the bingo card happened. Yeah. Like people being left in the woods, people yeah. being being waking up because they were in a dream and they didn't realise it yeah. all of those kind of things um, it pretty much just ticks I mean if that one doesn't tick all the boxes which one does I guess no, Fre- no. if you're watching a film called Freddy vs Jason that's where you're at you're at that aren't you you're at that level exactly right yeah so it's been good fun it's nice to it's nice to have a little community and, yeah and how do people how do people get involved around. with that uh, you just have to follow the Twitter account ah, right. at Crap Film Podcast. Ah, right, yeah, that's it. And be around every other Tuesday. So the, the, we'll do one. Uh, oh, is it tonight? No, it'll be next Tuesday. Yeah, I can't even keep track. It might have been, but I'm going to do one next week. Right. See, see you next Tuesday then, Ed. I see what you did there. <laughs> your your toilet school humour. Yeah. Is not appreciated. It's not, and I can't help it because I've, I'm just going out of my mind, mate. I'm going out of my mind because is, I'm now. Is that why you're wearing a frock? Yeah, I've just. I'm like Clinger in Mash. I'm trying to get out of the army that I'm not even in because I'm. I'm just getting. It's just gone crackers. With it's brilliant, mind, but. I think I'm looking back romantically to the nice side of being in lockdown. And I know I'm aware that, you know, lockdown was different for everyone, but there was elements of lockdown. I must admit, I'm just missing a little bit. For example, like... Making bread. No, like having a few days off a week. (laughs) You know, things like that. But, you know, it's, it's all all right, really feels nice that we might be getting back to some normal soon unless it all goes think, wrong I think again we're, we're there aren't we with, with normal i mean you're going back into school yeah yeah work-wise yeah I'm, I'm i'm off to a secondary school tomorrow um i'm in a primary school the day after yeah it's all it's all normal like that actually the what's not not the old normal anymore the new normal now is um doing this you know getting on the zooms and the teams and the google mm-hmm. meets but you sort of miss that human interaction don't you you miss that being in the room with people which I know you don't like people but I do 
Yeah, I'm not so bothered about humans. But I, well, saying that, in the last, well, within three days, I managed to go to two, like, garden party things. Oh, yeah. And we had good weather for both, so I was just sat in the sun drinking far too much booze and eating delicious food. Yeah. It was amazing. I was like, oh, I forgot that we had a kind of civilization around us. And didn't you, did you go out for a drink the other night to an actual pub? I did, yeah. I've were been you, to a pub. Was it all right? How were you? It was great. I was a bit sad because there weren't that many people there, but it was good. Um, yeah. I just went with a mate of mine up the road and we just, we just sat at a table outside with a pint. Oh. And probably the first 10 minutes, we just kind of stared into the abyss like, what the hell is this? This is, yeah. I don't know how to socialise. But then we kicked in and it was fine. Yeah, it's good. I found drinking quite heavily when you go out to the pub helps because you yeah, sort of get... Yeah. Or, or just at home with, you know. Yeah, but if, you've, if you're trying to get relive the pub experience of 2019, it's just sort of drink a little bit too much get a giggle it and and then you sort of it's orientating yourself back into going out I think that's the challenge yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah that that's the real challenge and I can't I, I, I'm alright I've, I've been to the pub a few times but it's all the sitting down I like standing around me in a pub I like yeah. I like sort of standing chatting I don't want to just sit down sometimes but hopefully that'll be on us soon won't it I went out for a meal with with the wife for the anniversary. Oh, lovely! Which that wife? Nice. Which wife was that? Because uh, the middle one. All right. Yep. Cool. Very nice. Yep. What anniversary was that then? Oh, 15. No, you're supposed to say wedding. <laughs> oh, sorry. Fifteen years. Did you get married yeah. when you were like eleven? Oh no, <laughs> it's not one of those horrible stories, is it? <laughs> 15 well, she's quite a lot older than me <laughs> <laughs> she listens to the show you fool <laughs> especially when I send it to her listen to it listen hey, to, in my, yeah. when, I was, when I was in my first year of teaching we were walking in the park together Yeah. and one of my students walked past me mm-hmm. and then the next day they said oh sir I saw you with your daughter oh like, no I was like 23 at the time. I thought, oh my God. <laughs> what profession have I gone into here? Oh no. Well, we ask ourselves that and I know the listen- some of the listeners do ask themselves that quite a lot because it's got a bit mental, hasn't it, being a teacher at the moment? Yes. I mean, my job's been mental, but I just, I, I've tried not to complain about it because teaching's mental and I, I suspect a lot of teachers aren't complaining because frankly, the whole world's mental. Yeah. But I do think, I do think teaching's been particularly stressful. I think it has all that assessment stuff that they had to do and, uh, you know, and it, it isn't like you to complain at all, Ed, you know, so it's nice that you haven't. <coughs> what? You, you look like... <laughs> What? You can't even contain yourself, can you? No, I'm just so. I'm so happy to. I'm so happy. There was no facade there. You were just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be recording the show. Um, I've really Thank missed you. it. And uh, w- just before we started recording today, dear listener, we were saying, God, what have we watched? What have we watched? And I, I have honestly, I've watched quite a lot of stuff, but some of it's now. I don't know if it's me age, Ed. I think I'm forgetting stuff. And uh, I know that's a cliche, but I really think I am forgetting getting stuff I'm going to have to start writing down well, you are I can confirm that oh I'll tell you what I did do but I've not got it with me is I wrote down all, uh, all my favourite films I've been compiling a list of all, all of my favourite favorite films yeah I basically got a sheet of paper written them all down all my favourite films so that if ever I decide to run my own film festival for myself I know exactly what to watch I won't have to sit around going can oh, I what? guess three of your top five you can have a go Jaws? Yeah. Uh, the Thing? Yeah, 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 I'd say so. <gasps> this is good, mate. And... Axi- uh, local Hero... What is it? Yeah, local yeah. Hero Accidental yeah. Hero? Local, local Hero. Local Hero. I think you've you've done that, mate. You've, you've done, I can't believe it. I won't be able to do that for you because you, your list is probably full of, like, it's Jim Jarmusch and Wes Anderson. Yeah, that'll be yeah, you. I'm quite a closed person. I, you know, I shut you off from most of my life. 
You are a clothes. <laughs> you're a clothes person. I can tell that from what you're wearing. Um, I'm that, really, were they genuinely in your fight? Have you ranked them all? Or, or no, no. I decided not to do ways. a ranking exercise. Um, what I decided to do was just write a list. It was just. It was one of those like sitting around. I'd, I'd, I didn't have a book to read or so. I just got a piece of paper. Uh, it's one of. Oh, I'll have. I'll have a cheeky rank. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop being, stop being lurid. Um, I yeah. So uh, I just wrote a list of films down. Uh, and so I got all of those right. How Three, many are in the list though? Uh, at the moment, like about 100. forty. Next show. Oh, well, I'll, it's not that impressive that I got three out of forty then. No, but you got the top. You probably got. I would say you were probably there with the top three. I think top five, in no particular order, there's probably Raiders of the Lost Ark going in there, and right. a film called Southern Comfort. I'm just looking around for inspiration because I got pictures. I wouldn't have got those. I wouldn't have got those two. All ah, right, all good movies, and I'm a product of my time, pretty much, because they're all kind of over time, and I've started yeah. noticing more that. Um, the 80s and even the 90s are starting to be things about there's a lot of nostalgia stuff around there has been about the 80s for a long time but uh, I've started you know getting articles flashing up on my Twitters and my Facebooks written by 12 year olds about you know Rage of the Lost Ark I'm thinking what what chuff do you know about it <laughs> you know, hey, 90s clothes are in at the moment. Apparently, I wouldn't know. Oh, there! Everyone's talking about um, 1996 because pe- the pennies dropped that it was 25 years ago, hasn't it? So it's all the Britpop stuff as sudden. And I, 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 I was, I was busy just teaching a full timetable while you know, <laughs> while all that was going on. <laughs> while the Kidleywinks were, yeah, you know, you rocking to the tunes. How old were you in 1996? Fifteen? Yeah, I thought you might be. I've just realised I could, you could have been in my class then. That's funny. Oh no, we might have to stop the show. <laughs> Sorry, Hal. It's all right, mate. Sit at the back. Hey, I've lived a good. I've, I've lived some good experiences. I can. I can hold my own against the what sixty-two year. Mate, I wasn't saying it like that. I didn't mean. I wasn't criticising you. It's not your fault. You're young. Yeah. Just you, you're cursed by it. But I have no doubt you, you more than, um, you more than uh, have more. You've miles more experiences of the world I than I have. You're saying. you're saying I'm a cultured intellectual. I get it. Yeah, yeah. You're a, you're a cultured Let's intellectual. That's exactly what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And just look at the podcast that you you're part of. The slightly crap film podcast. <laughs> I mean that. If I mean, that it doesn't, doesn't get much more sophisticated than that. <laughs> it really doesn't. It really doesn't, mate. And that's why we're here. So. Twitter profiles like PhD, <laughs> maths, keynote speaker, slightly crap podcast. Yeah, that's, that's mine. <laughs> Go and look at my Twitter. Go and look at my Twitter bag. That's basically what mine is. Hello, this is Audrey Hepburn. I am a huge fan of this podcast. It's just so, so good. Keep going, guys. You make me laugh all of the time. I'll tell you the other thing I found in my attic. I went into, we've got three attics at our house, right? And uh, I went to Little One, which is if it was a slightly crap movie, I'd find a portal to another dimension. (laughs) But sadly not. What I found was um, all Empire film magazines from issue one. That's, I think, about in the middle of 1989. Uh, to about 2015 they're all, they're all up there um, so I thought what we might do in a future episode is I'll go and grab some of those and I'll just flick through them and describe the movies nice, nice because, idea. because the other thing that's quite good fun in those magazines retrospectively is you know the people they interview who are on the cusp of stardom 
that's one thing you've never heard of since uh, who do yeah. now appear in a lot of low budget horror movies probably and then there's the films in production you know there's some quite good bits around that so you know you get your constant cycle of the remake of Jaws you know but re- yeah. relocated to a river in Kent and you know you get, you get, <laughs> you get all that you know and the next James Bond you know and all, all those sorts of conversations come out and it's quite good I really quite like looking back on that stuff and something I've done recently as I've I've, I've um, a kid as a kid I read a magazine called Starburst which you can buy now it's still going now uh, but it's very sci-fi TV geekery whereas it used to be all things horror and science fiction so I've looked back on those and you're just getting reviews of just classic again nostalgia but classic 80s horror like um, Nightmare on Elm Street, like um, The Howling and stuff like that, American Wealth in London and all that sort of stuff. So I've been a troll in eBay for for old copies of that. Very good. Yeah, so that's what I've been up to in this sort of of world. Are we ready for for a feature? Yeah, go on. Let's, Let's do great performances in slightly quite crap films. Go. Great performances in craft films. I love that jingle. It's clever, I, isn't it? I like the very, harmonies. It's clever, mm-hmm. it's subtle. Yeah, it's subtle. Very subtle. Have you got an, ex- so, have you got an example? Yeah, I mentioned Predator 2 as yeah. the open book. Because I, I, I think we've mentioned this film a few times, but not for this reason. Um... But I was reading about Predator this week because the it, there's been loads of attempts to kind of reboot it. Yeah. And none of them have really worked. Right. Um, and I think there's another one in the works. Is there? Um, I think so. Mm. Um, or they're at least talking about it. Um, so they kind of there were, there was these articles kind of reflecting on. Yeah, the, the the failures of the franchise, if you like. Yeah, and Predator Two was absolutely a duff movie. <laughs> um, it really was. Yeah, and and the stories behind why it's stuff, you know, they wanted to get Schwarzenegger, but then they couldn't afford him, mm. um, and so that kind of ruined the movie from the off. Um, but if you've seen, I know you've seen it, but if if anyone's seen it recently, the performances in it are generally quite. Poor. I've not watched With it for a long time. Go on. Exception of Danny Glover, who mm. is great in that film, <laughs> but he's surrounded by some pretty dodgy, low-budget everything mm. plot and characters and actors. Yeah. Um, but I thought his performances were singling out. I think he he does a good job. With a bad movie, which is kind of the point of the feature. Yeah. Um, I think he's a bit of an underrated actor in general, Danny Glover. I don't know what you think, but he, he doesn't seem to... I mean, he obviously had the, the limelight of the Lethal Weapon movies. Mm. Yeah. Um, but he didn't seem to carry that through in the same way that like Mel Gibson did. No, I, I, I wonder... I, 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 I mean... I, a film I remember watching him in and a film I'm fond of um, which has got a brilliant cast is Silverado the western that's got Jeff Goldblum in it I think oh god I'm doing that thing from memory we like him we like him yeah we like him but if you go and check it's got Kevin Kline in it it's just got some great actors in it who have all and John Cleese is in it, and they've all decided to do a western. So Danny Glover's in that, and he's really good. And I, I, I from what I recall of Predator Two, I really liked that the fact that Danny Glover was the protagonist, and I think he deserves, yeah, he deserved that role on the back of the Lethal Weapons. You're right, though. It's, it's. I mean, it's a long time since I watched it. Actually, just talking about me about it now makes me want to go and seek it out again. I've got it here somewhere on a shelf. Oh, I'm not sure you really want. To. Really? Oh dear. It's. I mean, Predator's barely in it. Yeah. Partly, I guess, because of the budget problems. Yeah. Um. And they put they tried to put it in like the ghettos or something in New York. Yeah. Is Bill um, does Bill Paxton wear a beret in it? Or is that someone yeah, else? Bill Paxton's in it not doing a great job. Yeah. Um 
I was looking at the cast list this morning actually and what, what someone who's got a tiny tiny role in it but it's just a funny link is the son of the guy who plays the colonel in the Rambo movie oh right uh, oh I don't know <laughs> we were talking about last time Richard uh, Krenner Richard Krenner yeah Richard Krenner's son who's also called Richard Krenner oh right has a tiny part in Predator 2 so there's a, a little tie there is Mario Van Peebles in it Mm, I don't know. I don't think. So. I don't know. All right. It's just. I but think I've said that he is going to be in it, isn't it? I said. Well, I don't. So I don't know. Someone will let us know. But I think that Bill Paxton in a beret. You see, I've got problems with people wearing berets in in films. Do you know just that was a very nineties thing? Was to stick a beret on your head. Just, just <laughs> pack it in with your beret. No, and I mean hats in general have got. You've got to really think carefully about sticking a hat on your head, haven't you? You know, in, in what, even unless sunny. Well, unless you're a cowboy. No, I well, mean like in baseball cap. I mean in films. Well, I, I'm now reminded of a teacher coming for a job interview at our school, and he rocked up and he had a long Matrix jacket on. You know, one of those long leather ones. He had a, yeah. a suit on, but then a Panama hat. And it's like, let me guess, wow. let me guess, IT. Spot on, <laughs> our spot on, IT. And he must have looked at himself that morning without his hat on, and he must have thought, oh, I'm not quite right yet, I'm not... And then he popped <laughs> okay, it on his head, and, he, and he'll have clicked okay. his fingers and pointed at himself in the mirror <laughs> and gone, this is it. This is going to get me. <laughs> this is going to get me. And now I'm employable. Yeah, and I blame Bill Paxton in Predator 2 for that sort of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anyone dressed quite so strangely for an interview. No. I've had people come to interviews in like jeans and a t shirt, and you're just like, well, have you got the right day? That, that's just <laughs> shameful, isn't it? That really. You know, for yeah, an interview yeah. to become a professional like you. And me, indeed. I mean, look at us indeed. now. <laughs> look at us in our look at, really professional gear. Look at me in my dress. Oh yeah, Predator Two, and and that is, I can believe. I think Danny Glover is one of those great actors who probably. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know his full film. He does a good turn every time. He does a good. He? T- yeah, he's pretty reliable, isn't he? I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of any film where he's he's. Uh, He'll have been disappointing. There's a few actors like that, though, isn't there? I always put. Well, I like to put Gene Ackman in that in that role. Um, he's done quite a lot of Duff movies, Gene. Yeah, Ackman. yeah, definitely. And I think um, which is weird because when you say his name, you're like, oh, prestigious actor. Yeah. And you look at his filmography, and you're like, oh, no. Go, go go to the seventies <laughs> and eighties, and there's a lot of uh, slightly crap films. But he's again, he's he's always pretty good in them. You know, I I, I remember Gene Atman in a film called. Um, Best Shot, that's what it's called in, in, in Britain, but in, in America it was released as Hoosiers. But no one, yeah. the, you know, they the, the changed the title, and it's just about him. It's about him coaching, and he's a, he's a failed uh, basketball hero, you know, and, and a coach. He's now a coach, but he's grumpy and embittered, and he coaches a kid's team, and they're, they're the underdogs, and guess what? Guess what happens? What happens? They win the league or something. I don't know anything about basketball. No. I don't know anything about <laughs> it. But I can't, I really love that film. It's just a, it's called Best Shot or Hoosiers. It's on Netflix. I've seen it pop up. A Gene Atman's ace in it. But what you also get in that film is Dennis Hopper post um post breakdowns and alcoholism but still in yeah. recovery <laughs> so that's always great it's always great value to see dennis hopper in recovery that sounds unpredictable yeah and he's just great in it so it's a there's a lot to love in that film even though it's slightly crap hello this is audrey's auditory tree identifying company uh, we we help people identify trees just through uh, auditory descriptions for it's primarily for auditory learners uh, so yeah if you want to learn how to identify different types of trees we we do that through tapes that you can purchase and put into your ears and uh, yeah you, you just enhance your experience of being out in the woods and in the wild 
So you can probably see like some some tree trunks and some different sorts of branches and things. Uh, have a look at the have a look at the leaves. They're they're, they're probably green. Um, um, if they are green, then that's great. If they're not green, they might be brown. I don't know. It depends on on the time of year, I suppose. But have a look at the leaves. If they're kind of like uh, a funny shape, like with some curves on, uh, it might well be an oak tree. I don't fucking know. Hey, do you know what? Do you know what I found in in between the last episode and this one? What? I found that interview that we did with Steven Spielberg. Sure, really? Are you going to play it back now? Because I can sit back. Yeah, it, I thought I thought it was damaged beyond repair. Yeah. But I had to um, clear up my laptop, and lo and behold, there it was. I, it was just called Spielberg.mp3, but I'd spelt it wrong. And that's it's quite why a tricky name to spell. It is, actually, yeah. 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 So, do you want to? Yeah. Should we, should we play it? Yeah, I'll just I you can want, chill you out. Want to roll the tape. Yeah, chill out. Okay. Go. Here we go. Right. Hello, Stephen. Thank uh, you ever so much for joining us on our uh, <laughs> on our slightly quite crap podcast. No Please problem. don't take offence at the title, um, but we do want to discuss some of your films under this realm. Sure. Yeah, that's that's no problem. <laughs> Lovely. Well, like, you're, excuse me, about... excuse me, Simon. What are you going to have to... It is Simon, isn't it? No. Uh, sure, yep, Simon is, okay. is my name. Uh, the uh, thing is, we're on a clock here, so I haven't got long. And the other thing is, um, the other thing is, I've got a bit of a nasal tick. I just get it when I'm over here in Ingerland. Okay. Uh, so if yes, you'll just hear it every so can... often... I'll, I'll edit it out for you so that Great. there's no kind of embarrassing noises emanating from your face. Um, so on that note, I wanted to talk about your first film, uh, Clockwork Orange. Loved it. Uh, Absolutely loved it. Simon. Really I, good. I, I How did you come up with the idea? That's not my idea. Although I did work, uh, I did work remotely with uh, Stanley. Uh, who's uh, who? Oh, I you love know, his comics. Yeah, he um, he 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 sent me a script for a film I make called uh, AI. Spider-Man. AI. 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 What? AI. What? It was AI, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Is that good? Is it? Is it all right? That one. Have you not seen it? Let's well, talk about a film you've seen. Let's talk about yeah, a film of mine Orange. you've seen. Loved it. I don't Absolutely know. Loved it. I don't know anything about that film, and I think you need to do well, your research. And if you don't brighten up on this interview, I'm going to have to terminate it. Oh, oh well, okay. Well, let's talk about your other film, Terminator. That was I knew classic. You, I knew you were going to a say good that. hit. Pretty yeah. much made Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know. Yeah, how, you, I, how did you select him for the cast for that role? Well, I had actually very little to do with it because it had nothing to do with me. Right. right. Are you just generally disinterested in your own movies? Or? No, I need you to do your your fucking research. Right, well, no to be rude. Well, Stevens. I need you to just do your fucking research. Alright, alright. So, one film that I, I, I know my friend Howl is, is a big fan of. Howl? Uh, what sort of name is that? Jo- well, don't get me started, Stevie. Um, Jaws 3, that's, that's, that's one of his favourites. You know, he, he, he kind of liked the first couple, but I think 3 was the one where you, where you really got into your stride. So, can you talk me through that process of how you kind of developed what was a fairly weak first movie yeah I had to into, do I had know. to do that under a, a pseudonym and I used mm-hmm. the pseudonym of um, A. Smith and I um, just made Jaws 3 because <coughs> I uh, I just wanted to continue the shark story I thought it'd be quite good fun uh, to do it in 3DD and I mm. um I got a few people involved and it was great and it was a great gave me a bit of a headache I, the 3D thing but, well you, but, you need yeah. to wear the glasses the right way around I, I really enjoyed the, um, the they cut them all out though because we turned it into a musical and uh, we, oh I heard about this but have you got the footage I'd love to hear one of the songs if you can recite um, it or... I, I can't now um, I can I think you should I think, I think you can uh, I wasn't really prepared to do this, but I'll, I'll give it a good go. I think I, 
Well, I've heard such good things about the, the Jaws the Musical deleted scenes. Good. Jaws. Jaws three. This is the uh, opening. <laughs> this is the opening. It, it kind of goes round. Are and there round. any more words apart from the title yeah, of the well, movie? Yeah. Well, what happens if you got the original recording? That's when the Gregorian mm. chant kicks in. But right. And what do they say? Jaws three as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. The lyrics are really straightforward really straightforward yeah. is that so that we we, we remember them or, or just just, just a memorization it trick was a, it was a it was an advertisement right I'm, and, I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna have well, to go now you, is there any plans to take Jaws 3 to the West End no gotta go no gotta go now alright Stevie thanks for nothing bye don't get me involved with those limey idiots ever again what a fucking amateur that guy was, honestly. Well, um, I'll be honest with you, that was a bit of a revelation for me, uh, just listening, just swearing, to be honest. I don't like it, and it, there's no room for it on yeah. the podcast. And if he was just really rude. It was like every film that I'm a massive yeah. fan of, he just, he just, yeah. he was just rude about it. I think he there said was he didn't a re- want to talk about it. I think there was a reason for that, Ed. I think there was a reason, mate. I think you blew our chances there with uh, Stephen. I wasn't rude. You've he just, was the one swearing. You've just reminded me of a, a film that I watched uh, recently again. Um, okay, what's that? Can, I, can we move it on from the Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, Let let's, it go, let's mate. move on Let from it that. go. I mean, that, it was a great interview. I think it'll be it'll go down as a classic. <laughs> I'm glad that we didn't lose it, because that would have been yeah, a Yeah, that would have been a, a um, loss. A loss, I mean, that... And, you know, he, he did say after the interview that, that he would never work with me again, but he... <laughs> he, he, he I think that leaves the door open for you, to be honest. It, it does, and I'm, I'm hoping I'll have watched some of his films before before that happens. Yeah. Slightly quite crap films. And um, I've, yeah. um, I've, uh, you just reminded me actually with the interplay in the interview there that I watched uh, Meg again. And I've got to, because I think this comes on the oh, back. It's on t- Netflix. Yeah, isn't it, it's come on the back of you banging on about the Godzilla films last episode. And, and banging on? No, I meant in a good way. In a good way. And I watched Meg again, and I've got to say, it was thoroughly entertaining and brilliant. Yeah, I'm de- I haven't watched it. I want to watch it. You've never watched it. Oh mate, it's Jason 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 Stephen punching a giant shark. Yeah, and and just his accent is brilliant. His accent is a bigger monster than the actual Meg because uh, he goes <laughs> from being go he goes Bristol. from kind of American to then it turns out he might be British and then it turns out his accent's going all over but I love him for that and it's no criticism I wouldn't dream if he was listening when he's listening to this I just want him to know that I think he's mint because does he end on a kind of Paul Hogan vibe it's good yeah, yeah. In fact, you're not right, far wrong there, and you just got me thinking about that. It, it's like if if Jason wasn't available, they should have just got a Crocodile Dundee. And but it's kind of got the, all that it ticks all the boxes, and it's it's just good fun. And um, even though I'd seen it before, and not uh, I didn't feel like that long ago either. I still really, really yeah. loved it. So that just ties into the. Um, the, the interview. Meg. The interview. Is that a musical? What's that? What? The Meg. Is it a musical? Yeah. Do you want? Do I have to get my guitar out again? No, no, it's all right. I, I quite enjoyed. <laughs> quite enjoyed. You just broke the third wall. I'm oh, sorry. Is it fourth wall? I don't know. Is it third? No, wall? There's, there's several walls left to go. Oh, chuffy now. We've got plenty of walls to break down, brother. Now, um, yes, I did watch. A, do you know? Just while you were talking to Steven Spielberg a minute ago, I was just thinking of another film connected with Jaws as well. So I've mentioned the Meg, and just another film that I've watched recently is one from 1979 called The Last Embrace. And the reason it's a connection is 
because it's got Roy Scheider in it. And this, so it's a few oh, yeah. years after Jaws. And I really like Roy Scheider. But this probably goes into the slightly crap film with a good performance in it because he's really good. And I, I, to be honest, I could watch him in anything. But The Last Embrace, it's trying to be a kind of Hitchcockian thriller. But it kind of, it's kind of who done it. But then you realise who's done it when they tell you halfway through the film. And it's a bit of a giveaway. And it's like, I do recommend it for our, our brethren who are listening in right now and maybe you, you'd mm. want to watch it. I don't know if it's streaming or whatever. I've not checked. I bought the Blu-ray because I love anything to connect, connected with Jaws, even tenuously. <laughs> so um, The Last Embrace needed to be watched. Sadly, it's... Um, written down the plot sounds really good so i think it's based on a book i think the book will probably be brilliant but unfortunately the film isn't it's got a really exciting ending at niagara falls which is is pretty good actually but also falls a bit flat at the same time so actually the more i'm talking about it right now i've enjoyed it a bit more than i remember but <laughs> there's, there's stuff What's in the, it um, what What's the TV show he was in where he used to like kiss dolphins or something? Um, is that um, oh D- Sea Quest was it? I ne- I'd never watched sea that. Quest. I, never I was going to say that. Event Horizon, but that's a very different. Yeah, and I was going to say Deep Star Six, which is a brilliant killer squid movie from about <laughs> 1989, 1990. Um, yeah, I remember Sea Quest or whatever. It, yeah, it was used to be on was on Sundays. Called? On uh, yeah, I've never watched that. I tell you what's got me a gander up a little bit is I've been. I've also, I know you can go on the internet and just look for these things, but this is my problem with the internet and searching for, for example, monster movies on the internet is that all the articles are written by people who don't, well, no, sorry, I backtrack. Some of the articles I tend to find are written by people who are a bit clueless. Um, and, and what I found is there's a, there's a sequence of books that are available and I've bought two of them so far uh, released by the people who are um, responsible for the Fright Fest film festival in in, yeah. in England um, and uh, the, I've bought the one on werewolf movies and I've just bought the one on monster movies and they, they're not definitive but they come up with like the highlights of each year's monster movies werewolf movies, two separate editions but they're really really good and um, I encourage, they're better than anything you could read on the internet is what i'm trying to say books yeah. books win ed that's what happens there books win every time do they yeah just as in the case of the last embrace and probably meg as well which is based on a book as well so uh, <laughs> it's not a stretch to imagine meg the book is better yeah i think it probably but I haven't is seen the movie i will watch the movie between now and, and the next podcast in yeah 27 i think the author was really happy with the film version but uh, you know and that's good you know i'm, I'm dead dead happy about that but was, was he happy with jason's accent i don't know e i don't know mary poppins <laughs> i don't know i'm not sure <laughs> that there be a shark in me. <laughs> so what have you been watching i've got loads more i can talk about but what else have you watched oh um one of the tv shows i've been watching is well it's, it's like little short animations uh love death and robots have you seen that no oh it's brilliant is absolutely it? brilliant like little dystopian sci-fi yeah really dark shorts um, and they've, they've recently released a second season of them and they're brilliant um, thoroughly recommended for anyone who loves sci-fi but don't watch them with the kids because uh-huh. they are a bit violent right. and some of them are a bit rude yeah um, last night I watched the Bo Burnham comedy Inside yeah, I which don't, I heard a lot about. Don't know that. Um, he's a comedian. He's a com- He's a youth comedian. Yeah, I've never heard of him before, but he's he's been around for about ten years. Right. Um, but he's like a, he's like one of, well, probably one of the first round of got famous through YouTube people. Hmm. Um, and it's a musical, and it's just hilarious. He just he just writes loads of songs through the lens of being in lockdown and being a millennial. Hmm. And they're just brilliant. I mean, one of the songs is called um, what is it, A White Woman on Instagram. 
<laughs> and it's as, it's as funny as you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched that. That was brilliant. In terms of uh, slightly duff films, I've seen plenty. Mm. Um, a couple of the ones we watched off the uh, the film club. Yeah. We had, we had Freddy vs. Jason, which we mentioned briefly at the start. Mm-hmm. Which is quite quite bad. Yeah. But also, if if you, I mean, how can you not know what you're getting if you watch a movie like Freddy vs. Jason? Yeah, I think you need um, to let it off the hook a little bit. Yeah, I mean, what what bugs me mildly about that film is like Jason. Yeah. <laughs> used to be like this scary character, but now, yeah. <laughs> but he's been through that many like revisits and rehashed. You know, putting him in space or whatever. Yeah, he just comes across as a bit of a fucking moron now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a Frankenstein that just, yeah. just just grunts and walks around. He lumbers about, doesn't um, he? Yeah, and I just don't. I'm not into that really. And Freddy, I don't know. I'd have to rewatch the original ones, but he's just like really camp and like yeah. Robert. Is it Robert Engelman? Is that his England? Name? Yeah, England. Robert England. It's just not that great an act. <laughs> but he's, what do you do with a character like Freddy anyway, mm, I suppose? But um, Yeah. Yeah, like they're obviously bigging up this big fight between them. Um, yeah. And you're just like, what? Um, but it was entertaining. It was definitely entertaining. It was good fun. Mm. Um, and then we watched a, a, a film from the 80s that I'd never heard of before called um, Transylvania 65000. Yeah. Which is um, a comedy from from I think it's from the early eighties, mm-hmm. and it's got Jeff Goldblum in it and Gina Davis, and I didn't realise they they've done quite a few films together. Well, they were um, they were married. Yeah, but they mm-hmm. met on the set of this one. Oh right. Um, and it's not surprising that he fell in love with her because she doesn't wear very much in this movie <laughs> and she looks very attractive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and her whole thing is that she's a, like, a little bit of a nymphomaniac. Yeah. So I, I can see how he how he kind of fell for that. Mm. Um, but he's he's in his kind of like goofball, slightly awkward. Yeah. I mean, he's always been a bit awkward, but he, he's kind of like distinguished awkward now, isn't he? In his fifties or whatever. Well, he went into the fl- um, he went into the fly pod, didn't he? And when he went into the fly pod, he came out this distinguished sort of actor, bug. really. And, and then, yeah, it's just a bug. Yeah, he's just he's just brilliant today. I love him. I love him. Yeah, and I tell you, the film is like for, for, considering it's a, a cheap film from the 80s it's actually really funny yeah <laughs> and yeah. the first half of it in particular when when you're not quite sure where it's going it's just great performances all mm. round and just a, a a good solid comedy script i thought it was great do you know what i'm gonna watch that because when i saw you were doing it and i couldn't make it i, I, I was kicking myself because i remember it coming out on video that in the 80s and i remember like the reviews were a bit lukewarm for it but it looked great fun and right up my street to be honest and and i've not in my life i've not gone back to it to to look for it so um yeah it's freely available now isn't it so it kind of hmm tapers off a bit towards the last third but mm. the first two thirds kind of make up for it it's fine you remind me because I watched a, a film well I think I'd had a kind of I've, I've been in a desert of shopping shopping on Amazon is soul destroying isn't it I want to be in an actual yeah. shop <laughs> and I found myself I found myself in HMV and it, honestly it had been ages since I'd been in somewhere like that with wall to wall Blu-rays and I was just looking I was thinking I'm I just want to buy one I'm just going to buy myself a, a present now and I and yeah. um I think it was 101 films have, have re-released this big limited edition box set of this film that I'd never heard of. And I thought, I'm having that. And it was called Spookies. And it's a film from 1986. Now, the reason I didn't recognise it is because 
I didn't recognise the cover art because like a lot of these limited editions now and these new editions, they proper go for it, don't they, with the artwork. Yeah. And then when I saw yeah. the original VHS artwork, I thought, oh, it's that. And I took it home <laughs> and I've watched it and it's just dreadful. But the story oh, behind it is brilliant. Basically, the, this financing company said, right, go make a horror film with a haunted house and zombies. This is in 1984 or something. Go make a make a film about that. And then they got the film in and they thought, oh God, this is shit. So they got another <laughs> team of film directors and filmmakers, sent them out with the same remit. And then they've edited and spliced the two results together. So you get, and so the commentary, and I, ne I hardly ever listen to commentaries and stuff, but just listening to the commentary, it's brilliant because it explains it all. So it is literally two films, separate films that have been cut together. And frankly, hats off. It's dead clever what they've done and the way they've put the two films together. So that's spookies. And that is definitely one. It's it's dreadful, the film, but it's quite good fun as well. I can see um, when I checked it out on the Internet Movie Database, it was clear loads of people had a lot of affection for it because it's yeah. just daft. And it's not offensive at all. There's no, I don't think, I think there's been more swearing in this episode than there is in the film. And the, go the gore <laughs> is very, very light, very light yeah. gore. Yeah, so I recommend that. Have you, have you been back to the cinema yet? No, no, haven't been to the cinema for, I don't know, it's, well, it's definitely 18 months, isn't it, now, so... Yeah, I'm, or I'm thereabouts. considering it. I'd quite like to watch a couple of movies that are out at the moment. I don't even know what's yeah. out. I'd, I'd, I've, I'm sort of off, off the boil on it, really. Well, Quiet Place 2's out. Oh, right, has that gone that's, to the cinema? That's the one, yeah, that's the one mm. that I think they're using to try and draw people back. Yeah. Um... And they're still showing it like the IMAX is, 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 is. Uh, mm. Kong versus Good, Godzilla versus Kong, which I've seen, but I'd love yeah. to see on a great big screen. Oh, I'd quite like that, actually. Is that is that on there now? I've, 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 to be honest, I've not yeah. even looked, mate. I've not even. Not hey, even well, if I glanced. looked, you want you fancy going? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do I fancy. Him on that. a date, and he said yes. Oh, date night, date. I'm not wearing this yeah. dress. Oh, <laughs> deal's off. Hello, I am the director Roland Emmerich. You may know me from one of my most popular films, The Day After Tomorrow. I am so excited about this podcast, I am calling you from the set of my new movie... The day after, the day after tomorrow, which is before next week, uh, but after Julie comes round with the groceries. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. <laughs> Deals off, mate. <laughs> Deals off. I'll tell you the other thing that I've got to mention, because I know we're running out of time, is um, Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet in it on Sky. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with that. I've seen it on the billboards, but I haven't watched it. She, I'll tell you what, mate. She's really good. Do you know, she's yeah. a great actress. And and I don't know, I always think of her as that lass in uh, who, who kills Leonardo Di DiCaprio in Titanic. Don't want to give well, away who, the who ending. She wouldn't? actually, she could have helped him. She could have helped. She thought, now, he's a bit Just common. Opportunity knocks. It won't work, <laughs> me and this rough, this bit of rough. Yeah. So, I've, had, I've had my bit of rough. I need yeah, to I need to let him go. Bury it under the... And Ocean he, carpet. he slides into the water at the end of that film. But she's really great. And, and, and in this, in this Mayor of Easttown, I don't know if any of the, any of the listeners have, uh, listened, have watched it, but it's, it's a real little corker. And it reminded me of, um, for some reason, it reminded me of Clint Eastwood's Mystic River, which kind of takes... Oh, that's a great film. Yeah, it's wonderful. Takes that well. If you like that, you'll really like this. Um, it, it, it's really good, and I love the fact she she kind of is really hard and she melts a bit. Uh, just dead good, and it does that TV series. Well, what TV series can do, which is pull the rug out from under your feet every so often. Mm. A bit like her with Kate's Leonardo watching, DiCaprio. Um... Oh, <laughs> Kate's watching Ragnarok. Have you seen that? 
Now, is that connected with uh, Marvel? No, it's nothing. I thought that, but no, it's. Um, I don't really know much about it. It's some kind of foreign drama thing. Oh right, no, I can't, I'll, I'm. But it's getting a lot of hype. I think. All right. She's, she's telling. She's insisting I have to watch it, but I, I, I haven't got into it yet. Oh mate, I cannot believe I've not mentioned this. Um, the Mandalorian, which I know is old news. I know it's old news. That is old news, but bloody hell, it's great. Holy, holy moly, mate! It, to, our, our little and he's like, well, he's not little, but he just went. You need to watch this. You will love this. To me, yeah. cheeky lad. Yeah, yeah. To me, he says that, and that's, I put it on. We watched that's it. That's how you do a TV series. Isn't oh it? my god, that that is a benchmark. That TV series is a benchmark. Yeah. I love. There's not one duff episode. There's a couple of slow episodes, but they're all brilliant, aren't they? They're, they're, they are all brilliant, and I think you, you kind of. It's a, it's really warm. Well, it's welcoming in terms of people who perhaps are a bit cool towards all the Star Wars stuff. For me, mm. I just absolutely loved it. Even and I know what you mean by there was a couple of slow episodes, but I just loved it and I liked all the characters. I liked them all. Mm. I thought it was just the brilliant. Did you spot Nick Nolte in it? Yeah, he's just great as an Ugno. <laughs> if I'd known that, right, when I first was into Empire Strikes Back when I was about 11, if I thought one day I'm going to grow up and Nick Nolte will be an Ugnaught, that'll just <laughs> blow my mind. And and the very... Well, I don't want to give too much... I can't, give, I can't talk about what I wanted to talk about because it'll give it away. But if you've got access to the Disney... Well, the reason we had access... Um, um, Oh, I don't know if I should say this, but my brother-in-law got a new phone and he got the log. He got like the you could log into Disney for six months, so that's why we've watched it. But I'd I'd pay. Yeah. I'm paying for Disney soon because it's there's good stuff on there, isn't there? Yeah, we pay for it. It's 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 not. I thought it'd be a major competitor to Netflix mm. and Amazon Prime, but I don't think it's any. I think it's. It's not vying for the same sort of thing. No. It's not do you know, Netflix produces what, like ten series a month or something? Well probably mm. ten a week. It's just absurd. Yeah. Um like the content is just overwhelming. Whereas Disney's the complete opposite. There's just nothing that it, nothing comes out for it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm. And then they release like a series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. I get yeah. that. But there's some good series coming up because if if Mandalorian is a benchmark for the others, then I'm hoping they're gonna just you know meet meet my expectations because it, it yeah it was spectacular telly. I think in a, in the in a, in the space of like three weeks we watched the Mandalorian Mayor of East Town you know, <laughs> intertwined. It was quite quite contrasting. So good. Yeah, like TV. I think since 24 with Kiefer oh yeah um, loved it I man. think that reshaped what what people could do with TV yeah and it started bringing in movie stars to the main cast and yeah a bit more kudos or whatever yeah um, no absolutely absolutely it's amazing the quality of TV now is amazing it really is so I, you know listener if you've not if you've not had a chance or if Star Wars isn't your thing but there's just some brilliant moments in it and in fact in terms of special effects if you just if that's the sort of thing that rocks your boat the creation of new worlds I just thought it was brilliant honestly it, mm. it blew my mind it was miles better than most of the Star Wars films you know what I mean that's the way yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd say well, it I, I feel a bit weird about the Star Wars movies as I get older I like them less I'm sure it's yeah. not supposed to work that way around but, no um, I, th I think you're Rogue right one. I've always got time for Rogue One is that which one? That's my favourite. Is that the standalone one? That's yeah. They did two standalone ones: Solo, which kind of flopped. I like that. And Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. Is just mint. Well, here it is for me. Are you ready? Top three Star Wars films right now. As we get to the end of the episode, yeah. I, I cannot put. I cannot not put Empire Strikes Back at number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, I've got to put Star Wars there because it's had such an impact on my life. And yeah. three, Rogue One, mate. That's I think those three. would be my three as well. Wow. I don't know about the order, but certainly those three. No, okay. I can I can swing on the order. Um, but that's yeah, no. That, those are the best ones, and they that all three of those are great movies. Yeah, um, yeah, they are. Um, but I think a lot of people would quite happily argue the toss that most of the others are not that great. 
<laughs> I think you're right. I think there's stuff that just doesn't appeal. Uh, I mean, we've opened a can of worms here at the end of the show, but maybe this is something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is something we could put across to our listener. They interviewed him though, the director of the um, who directed one and one and three of the new ones. It was um, Ryan Johnson, was it? No, he did the middle one. Here uh, we go. Um, oh, the, go on. He's. Oh. His name's gone. Yeah. Anyway, they interviewed the director of the latest one. Hmm. And what was really interesting was that he was saying, yeah, basically they hadn't written it when they started writing the first of the new ones. So they were yeah. just improvising and reacting. To I, I, hate we, I hate just that. I hate that. Disaster. I hate that because it takes the it takes the Mickey out of everyone. That I think. I think. Mm. Why don't you know? Of course, you should know yeah. how it finishes. Yeah. Oh, we're into lost territory again. I, 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 this is probably a good time. Oh, he's to the quote. producer of Lost, isn't he? The director. I still can't remember his bloody. Well, wh- why hasn't why hasn't he learnt the lesson from that 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 wonderful TV show to begin with? Yeah. And then it was just like people sellotape it. It was like. It was like show by post-it note, wasn't it? It was like, oh, I know. Let's oh, ooh. absolutely. And the, the third of the new movies was just reactionary nonsense. It yeah. It didn't make any sense. I, anyway. I, I now... You're right, it's a I, can of worms. It's a can of worms. Let's leave it there. <laughs> we always end up talking about <laughs> Lost. <laughs> um, oh, mate, it's been great. Just re- I, I, It's been great just um, yeah, meeting up again up. And, and catching up. And, and I really hope that uh, for you, dear listener, that this has been uh, just a, a bit, <laughs> not a blast from the past for you, but if you're a new listener, maybe you want to go and check out some of the many of the shows that we've, um, we've already got out there. And yeah, Indeed. I hope this encourages you to join in and you can join in and you can tweet us and you can get us on Facebook you can tweet get us, us at Crap Film Podcast Facebook yeah. at Crap Film Podcast uh, Film Club on a Tuesday every other Tuesday yeah there's lots uh, going on we'll do one next week Ah, uh, thanks very much everyone see you soon see you soon bye bye the Slightly Crap Film Podcast was brought to you by Ed Southall and me, Howell Roberts. Give us a follow on Facebook and Twitter. You'll find us at Crap Film Podcast. Give us a subscribe. Give us a follow. Give us a review. Just give us something. See you next time. <laughs>